Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. G'day guys, it's Daniel Goddard from Young and the Restless, and this is my Australian accent. It's uh, Buzzworthy Radio, and it is a fantastic place to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio on this Thursday, November 12, 2009. I'm your host, Noelle J. Lee, coming to you live right now on blogtalkradio.com. It is 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Coast Time. We're going to be joined by Jonathan Gates, who is going to be making a guest appearance on NBC's Law and Order, which is supposed to air this Friday. Um, he's also a Broadway actor. We're going to be talking to him about that as well. And yeah, he's going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. We're going to be talking with him, so stay tuned for that. Also, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, we're going to be joined by Allison Bree from Community. She's coming back to the show, folks, for another visit. It'll be wonderful to talk with her again. I'm looking forward to that. So that is going to be that's going to be fun. I love talking to Allison Bree. It's just it's just absolutely phenomenal to speak with someone like her and find out exactly what's going on. So yeah, we're going to be we're going to be catching up basically when last she was here. So absolutely look out for that. Now. For those of you that did not attend the private show, only people that can attend are those that get the invites through the show um, in your inboxes. But yesterday we did a taint segment with Brian Patillo, who plays Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives, which is now posted on the website. So if you go to buzzworthyradio.net, and just click on the link where it says Brian Tatillo chats with BWR. It'll take you to the take you to the page where it has the download link where you can hear the interview in full as well as an article with some interesting quotes and tidbits that were that was given by Brian on yesterday's uh, yesterday's tape segment. So you'll be able to listen to that. So we'll also be re-airing that segment this morning with after Allison Breeze interviews, so if you want to hear it then, you'll also be able to hear it then as well. So it'll be on two different, it'll also be on the Blog Talk Radio site, so it will be on both. Uh, I'm not sure if I'll do it as a standalone one or of its own, but it's probably going to be re-aired on Allison Grace Show. So since it is already on the website, we'll just re-air the segment on Allison Grace Show, so people will get another chance to hear it, not just through the website, but also through here on blogtalkradio.com. So stay tuned for that. It's Allison will be on at 10, uh, for 10 minutes. So at about 10, 10, 10, we'll, we'll re-air the 20-minute segment. So absolutely listen for that. So it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. And, you know, Brian is as crazy as ever. Love the guy. Always a pleasure for him to stop by. So absolutely look out look out for that as well. So again, I I just wanna just basically say though about 
what we did talk about, it's just amazing what is and can be said by some of the actors and actresses in regards to storyline and their character traits and personality, what is written for them. And, you know, it, it just seems, it just seems like shocking. I guess that's the right word for it. I guess I'm trying to find the right word of what I want to say for it. But I guess it, it's very, very shocking to see and hear that actors feel the same way about it like we do. If we don't like, if we don't like the character or whatnot, it, it's just, it's just very weird to know that some of the stuff that we think that the actors think too. I mean, it, it's been revealed on the show several times, but it's still interesting. It's still interesting to hear that. And for me personally, I'm always shocked and amazed to know that that is actually in their minds as well. Besides ours. So it is wonderful to know that. And what Brian had to say in regards to it, it was very in a very, very classy way, but yet he felt the same way as we, as most of us fans do in regards to Lucas and his character. For me personally, I think that they need to flesh out his character more so to a point where he's not, he has a doormat. He's always seen as a doormat. And he needs to be more independent than dependent on Kate, his mom, or Sammy, or any other woman in his life. Uh, there's just, there's no reason for that. There are lots of ways to flush up his character, and the show just doesn't seem to be doing that, which is what I don't understand, which is what I also don't like. They need to flesh him out. And like I said, there were... There was a quote, there was a quote that specifically said that the men on Days of Our Lives were devolved. And sure enough, they were. I mean, they pretty much were. And it really hasn't seemed like they had bounced back from that. It's really a shame. But maybe, maybe at one point it'll actually feel like they actually have gotten their ball back and actually got that backbone, but at this point, it just doesn't seem that we've been any of the male characters on the show. And that's pretty much how I look at it. I'm not saying that the women should be the victims or play the victims. Nothing like that. No, they, they should have their own set of having a backbone as well and standing up for themselves. I'm not, I'm not downgrading that in any way, shape, or form. That's not what I wanted to out there. What I am saying is it just shouldn't be just the women that should be coming to the men's defense. Why does it just have to be chicks and it can't be them on here? I, I just don't understand that. I think it's absolutely asinine that it that it is going that route. And I don't know. It, it, it really does feel like they haven't gotten their ball back in full but uh, we are, I believe, we're joined by our guest for this morning. This is Jonathan Cake, I believe. How are you? Good morning. Hey, Lee. Hi. Can you How hear me? How are you doing? Good. I'm really uh, doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks. Thanks so much for stopping on over here this morning. Pleasure. Has anyone ever told you how like how much like John Krasinski you sound? 
Do you know who I mean? He's the guy who plays Jim in the office. Jim on the office. Uh, and, and yeah. Funny. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of his, too, and uh, I've never heard that. <laughs> wow. Are you from Massachusetts? I'm from Jersey, actually. Are you from Jersey? Wow. Yeah. Honestly, uh, when you first came, because John is a friend of ours, and I, and I, uh, you, God, you sounded so like him, particularly oh, after a glass of scotch. Oh, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, a good there's, way. there's the opposite, though. There's the opposite, though. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like John Krasinski with a, with a glass of Kool-Aid and not scotch. Right, 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 right. I didn't, I didn't mean the scotch because it sounds sort of deep and mellow. We're deeper and mellower, anyway. <laughs> deeper and me- yeah, the Kool Aid is is deep and mellow, but scotch is like more deep and more mellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how that's how I look at it right now. That's so cool though, but I never heard that. That's 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 so awesome. Thanks, man. Well, you should you should call you should call people up and pretend to be him, or maybe he calls people up and pretends to be you. I don't know. Mm. I could, I could either way, do either that. Either way, I think it's a good thing. I think it is, too. I think it is, too. Thanks. I like I that. I'm going to go into work now and go, like, you know, I just got called John Krasinski on the phone today. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> so you're you're making a guest appearance on Law & or you actually did this episode already, and it's supposed to air tomorrow of Law & Order. Uh, who exactly are you playing in this episode? I'm playing a guy called Marcus Wall, who's an attorney, and he used to work in the DA's office where uh, the regular attorneys from Law and Order Cutter and, and Ruberosa work. Indeed, he had some steamy history with Ruberosa. But now he's, uh, let's just say he's gone to the dark side, and, uh, and he's more dangerous than your average attorney might appear to be. Even though your average attorney can be pretty dangerous, but uh, yeah. you know, this guy this guy is not to be messed with. Definitely. Uh, uh, basically, I guess we could say he's like a lawyer that doesn't uh, follow the books. He's know. like a lawyer that doesn't follow the book. That's pretty. That's a pretty good way of putting it. Yeah. He uh, he might attack you with the book, but he's uh, he's he's definitely not conventional. That's right. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like those conflicted characters that we're, we're going to enjoy seeing. So you get to play something like that. So that's going to be that's going to be interesting, I think. There's, listen, it's definitely more fun to play, you know, the I played both, uh, you know, good characters, characters who behave well, and, and I played plenty of characters who certainly don't behave well. And I've got to tell you, it's a lot more fun to play the, um, the ones who, the ones who, uh, who don't behave well. They're just, they're just, there's there's just so much color to them and, and fun to be had with them. They're always great. Now you also um, in Broadway you you were in the philanthropist opposite Matthew Broderick and what was that like working with with that guy because he he's one of my favorite actors and working along yeah. with him that must have been fun. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. I mean. Uh, it was a tricky piece. Uh, it's it's a play about um, uh, the late set in the late sixties about um, this particular world of academia in England. So he was playing this very buttoned up character with an English accent, and I thought he was wonderful. And, and I I love working with him. He's incredibly funny, uh, incredibly funny about himself, and incredibly funny about you know anything, anybody, and any and anything. And uh, and that made it a lot easier to 
be around. We shared a, a, the floor. Um, our dressing rooms were opposite each other. So, you know, uh, we enjoyed each other's company and and would often reflect on the show after it had finished. And he he was uh, he was always amusing. That's great, man. Great. Were you were you a fan of his when he did Ferris? Oh, huge, huge fan. Oh my God, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, um, it's an iconic film for anybody you know oh, growing yeah. up in the in the eighties, like I like I did. It was it was uh, you know a benchmark. And um, the weird thing about Matthew is he's sort of still Ferris Bueller. I mean, you know, his face seems to have stayed entirely the same. Do you know what I mean? It's just got this sort of weird inner sort of luminous sweetness that uh, the rest of you know mankind aging rapidly I get kind of annoyed about it you know I mean it sort of feels like he'd have the decency to take his portrait out of the attic and just and just grow older like everybody else but um, he doesn't seem to be he's also he's also kind of he's kind of wicked and subversive in the same way that, that Ferris was you know what I mean he's sort of he's kind of uh, he's up for a a jape and a and a high, some high jinks. He's a great guy. Uh, Hello. He, he, he's like the he's like the um the Dick Clark of the of that kind of set. I guess he doesn't grow old. It looks like. Uh, right. Yeah. I know. It's it's really infuriating. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe it'll happen. You know, suddenly instead of you know twenty years time, he'll suddenly become one hundred and forty or something. You know, really, really rapidly. I'd like that, but uh, at the moment, it's, uh, he's infuriatingly fresh-faced still. He's actually doing a new play um, right now, which I've just been to see uh, in New York. A Kenny Lonergan play called Starry, uh, Starry Messenger. He's a wonderful New York writer called Kenneth Lonergan, and he, my God, he's fantastic in it. Absolutely fantastic. It's a great play. But he doesn't need any plugging, Matthew Broderick. He's going to be fine. No, he doesn't need any plugging. That's <laughs> I right. think we're like, you like plugged him enough. <laughs> That's right. That's right, I have. <laughs> How did you first start getting into acting? Uh, was it something that you wanted to get into, or was it something that uh, found you? It's really something that found me. I mean, I, I, I have no relatives in the business. I grew up in a tiny town on the south coast of England. I, there's no, you know, I, the, the idea of living a life as an actor seems... It's just like being an astronaut. It was just so absurdly far away. You couldn't even conceive of it. Um, I guess I was bitten by a bug when I was about three. We have these um, uh, these Christmas shows in, in the UK called Pantomime. It's a huge tradition. And there's a lot of kids, uh, audience participation. I remember being brought up on the stage as a bunch of kids, one of my first memories. And when all the kids left again, having been given like a sort of bag of candy or something, I refused to go. I just sat down on the stage, put my head in my hands, and, and lay down, looking out at the audience. And clearly, you know, the show went on around me, and I and I uh, I just remember sort of staring at the audience and clearly upstaging everybody else who was trying to carry on acting. <clears throat> and I I think I just felt from then on that you know that was the place where I should <laughs> I should be, as everybody sort of looked at me. It was a it's a little embarrassing to admit, but that's that's pretty much what I where it started just a lot of people okay. looking at me <laughs> oh okay so then well you have to in this business everybody's gonna look at yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly i mean the line the, the line between actor and exhibitionist is pretty is pretty uh is pretty narrow um and i just carried on doing it after that i was did stage 
plays at school and you know all throughout college and then uh, and then I realized that that was kind of you know the, the craft or the trade that I'd learned you know people grow up you know being apprenticed to something and I felt like that was I that that was my apprenticeship I that was what I knew how to do I'd spent a lot of time in my my life in darkened rooms you know practicing yeah. it <laughs> yeah exactly and what I don't know if you can answer this this might be a little tough for you but uh what did you See, what did you see yourself doing? If you weren't an actor, what did you see yourself doing? With, with oh, I always, I always thought I'd be a sports journalist. I, I, I sort of thought, what a great life that would be. And I'm, I'm an enormous sports fan. And I thought the idea of traveling around the world, uh, mm-hmm. watching the sports that you love and trying to describe them, put them into words for, for people who couldn't see them, I always thought that was so cool i'm sure actually would get extremely old after a while but um i still have a hankering to do to do a little bit of that just to go and you know go and write some stuff about about some of the great sportsmen and sportsmen and women that i admire and just try and capture what that passion is you know oh, okay i like that i like that answer can i just, yeah. uh, i i can i say though that uh when i i became a fan of yours and this is weird and I never watched this show before because my friends actually were fa- are fans of this show, not were they are fans of this show, and they got me into it. Yeah. You, when you did your guest appearance on Chuck, oh yeah, that was yeah. amazing. I love. Oh, I'm your- glad, glad you liked it. Thank you, thank you. I'm really. Uh, I had a great time doing that show. My God, that was fun. I. You know, I got to play this English spy, this sort of James Bond character, basically, and I got yep. to roll over cars and and empty both clips of my of my handguns into a hazmat tower, which exploded and blew up this Chinook helicopter with the bad guys in, and then I got to make out with Ivan Strahovski, who plays the girl, and it just felt like this yeah. is what I got into acting for, all this stuff. <laughs> The guns of the girls, basically. I think if you know, if 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 people were honest about it, that's really why they anybody wants to act. For you know, if you're a, if you're a, a man for, out. for the guns and the for the guns and the girls, you know, it's all just running around playing cowboys and Indians or or doctors and nurses. You know, that's 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 really what every young boy wants to do. You know. Yeah, I think so. So if any of you listening right now, and you want to get into acting, that's pretty much your premise. That's, that's what you get to look forward to. Yeah, that's it. If it goes well, you could you could get to play cowboys and Indians and doctors and nurses and get into the dressing <laughs> up box. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so if uh, hopefully with this character on Law and Order that's appearing tomorrow, hopefully we might see you again on Law and Order. Maybe as the same. You know, same I guy. don't know. He uh, he. Um, it doesn't end well for for Marcus, um, so I I don't know. But there was talk. Um, I'm sure it was just joking, but uh, of of busting me out of whatever incarceration I end up in, and 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 having me return, sort of Hannibal Lecter like. But we'll see, we'll see. I mean, uh, I had a blast doing it, so I'd be I'd be thrilled to do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. If not bad, then you can always go back as Colin on Law and Order Criminal Intent. There you go. Exactly. That was playing my um, that was playing my wife's fiance, my real wife, uh, who uh, 
uh, is an actress called Julianne Nicholson. She was the one of the detectives on, on Criminal Intent for, for three years. She she was Chris Moat's partner, and then she was uh, Jeff Goldblum's partner. And in the show, she she got pregnant in real life by me, okay. and and uh, and she and so they decided to write it into the show. So. And they said, right. So I played I played her fiance on the show. <laughs> Who is, of course, meant to have impregnated her in, on the show, as in real life. So it was like a sort of, you know, it was like a hall of mirrors. What was going on there? Except Colin, Colin didn't end well either. He turned out he was a tax evader or something, pulling some huge financial scam. So that was where that was where he and I differed. But um, but that was very cool doing stuff with my wife, who I, I you know I met acting together, and I love acting with her. She's amazing. Wonderful, wonderful. Jonathan Cates making his appearance, or you'll see his appearance on Law & Order tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Catch full episodes at Hulu.com and NBC.com. Thank you so much, man, for stopping by this morning. Great yeah, good, good to talk to you. Take care. Take care now. See ya. Awesome guy, like, talking to him. And uh, the John Krasinski uh, reference there, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that except that is an awesome compliment. Can't go any can't go any further than that. <laughs> but that was that was great, everybody. Check him out, check him out tomorrow on Law and Order, tomorrow night on NBC at eight PM Eastern Standard Time. Uh and we're gonna be back in about forty minutes, guys? Forty minutes? Yeah, forty minutes. With Allison Bree from Community, she's going to be making a return visit this morning, as well as a replay of Brian Dottillo's interview that I did uh, yesterday. So you guys will get a nice little treat for that. So come on back in 40 minutes, and we will be back with Allison Bree. See you in a bit. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.